0: Welcome to the DNA Conference podcast series, hosted by Bob Cooney. The DNA Conference in LA is a first-of-its-kind gathering of some of the brightest and most innovative minds in simulation, virtual reality, gaming, retail, movies, advertising, education, and social media. Hosted by the Davidson Center on the campus of the University of Southern California, DNA Conference LA facilitates a higher level of understanding of these varied components with sessions tailored to educate and inform those developing, operating, or investing in the out-of-home entertainment market. Welcome back to the DNA podcast series. We are wrapping up day two here at USC in Southern California with Adam Russell, co-founder of Wall4. Adam, uh, welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Bob. Um, I want to I want to thank you first of all for a very compelling demo last night at Jillian's. Uh, you were able, by the way, Jillian's one of our sponsors. A shout out for hosting uh, a wonderful reception last night. We all got free game cards, food, uh, drink, and I think everybody had a great time. But the highlight of that was clearly the wall four demo. Um, which uh, we'll direct people to the website at the end so they can see the video that's online on your website. Thank but you. But talk to me a little bit about... First, let's just start out with a little background, you and Walfour.
1: Okay, so um, the short story is we're, we're unusual players here at DNA. Um, we kind of don't fit. Um, let me explain how that's the case. Um, my background is in uh, consumer video games development, um, so, big project, uh, disc-based products for mainstream consumer video game consoles like the Xbox 360 or the PS3 or their predecessors. Now,
0: I'm a big gamer, so throw me a name.
1: Okay, so my main credit, just me, is the Fable <sighs> franchise.
0: So, you worked with Peter Molyneux? Yes. Wow. So awesome. I can tell you, sp- out.
1: I can tell you lots about that if yeah. if you're interested. <laughs> <That> like, <laughs> what did you podcast. do on that? You know, I can tell <laughs> you all about that. But, but yeah. So the short story of that is that um, I wor- I only worked on the f- the original fable, which is not 360. It was Xbox. Xbox, yeah. Um, and so was part of creating that franchise, and then it became very successful, as you know. So so that wasn't where I was at. Um, because I was more interested in doing something new. So I left uh, the Fable team at, at that point.
0: Wow. So uh, what led you to Wall4 and, um, and, and kind of the, you know, this new out-of-home, collaborative, interactive experiences that you guys are building? Sure.
1: Well, um, uh, Wall4 is is has been started by two co-founders. I'm one of them and we we've, we've both been here at DNA uh yesterday and today and we we didn't know each other but we were on similar paths uh both working in um in that space that i just referred to i hadn't met him at this point and um, we we both f- had problems with uh working in that space so what i mean by that is that those projects are very big budget. Yeah. They have very large teams. They take years to produce, kind of like a movie, like a, like a mainstream movie production. Um, and that means that the people working on the projects have to remain quite narrow on certain, certain tasks. Um, that, but the irony is that that industry attracts a lot of broad people to yeah. it, such as myself. And so just on a personal level, how I got to where I am now is that uh, I needed to have more space to figure out where I could contribute. That involved teaching for a little while. Um, And that led me to meet uh, my now co-founder business partner. Uh, We were both teaching together. And that gave us some space to work out what what we really wanted to do, which is Wall 4.
0: And what is Wall 4?
1: Okay, so Wall 4 is about live crowd games. That's our total focus. Uh, on top of that, we are, um, we are n- currently focused on a specific technology that we've built in order to deliver live crowd games. But the essence of the,
0: like, let's do this, let's start this together was not about that technology. It was about bringing people together in environments, socially, to play colli- some sort of collaborative team-building game. Yes. Yeah.
1: So we one of the inter- there's lots of interesting nuances to that. I mean, I think one of the most interesting here, perhaps, is that we're really big fans of co-op uh, or cooperative gameplay and non-competitive games. Yeah. So that's just again, as as games designers or as creatives. Uh, so that led us as entrepreneurs to the uh, fully co-op live crowd games, um, so people often say, oh, so a game, that means we're gonna fight with each other in some way, right? Like if it's a multiplayer game in any space, a lot of naive observers, the general public say, might, might assume that that involves competition, but as any games designer knows, um, there's a whole load of uh, different variations there, right. and some of them
0: don't involve any competition at all, and that's where we're focusing so why i so i want I, I can tell there's a why there, so i'm going to go there so what's the why behind the drive for you and your partner to to get into this space which mm. you're you, i think you guys are defining thank you um well, that's a big question you're right the
1: the answer's there let so let me try um a why like that is always a combination of many factors uh, the simplest analysis would be personal and practical so i've mainly been referring to personal things so far but uh, you can't do what we're attempting to do unless you think that rationally there is a market there we can build a business out of this we can attract investors and so on which is a whole other kind of subject that i haven't really been touching on so so there's no one why but um it's this so I don't know which path you want to particularly go down <laughs> at this stage. But the sh- I guess the most important thing is probably to say that we've come from a space in which uh, online is huge now, as with so many industries. And people are all about apps and mobile and web and so on. And, and we just knew, John and I, John is the name of my business partner, John and I knew that people will always need to go out to real places. People just biologically, human, human beings, will never cease to need to congregate together in real places. Right. Which I'm sure you're thinking, yep. ah, so that's why they're at the DNA conference this week, which is true. Um, because that's where we connect with this
0: conference. Yeah. Um, this conference in its own way is about that. And there has been, other speakers have talked about the notion of, you know, of social, but not just social online, but social in physical spaces, which it sounds like there's been a little bit, there sounds like a little bit of a rubber band snapping back now, at least in discussion and mind space, that we need to get back to building these places where people are comfortable getting back together and congregating. So
1: I very much feel like, um, well, here, here at DNA, I felt like, I don't understand a lot of the spaces that these guys are working in, and I'm just learning, learning, learning. But within the events, other events we've been at lately, which are film, uh, the film space, and the cinema exhibition world, and film festivals, which is mainly where I've been spending my time this year, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like we have come along at just the right time. Yeah. I didn't know that when we started this process, but there is, I'm sure, at least in the film space, I'm sure that they are searching for their their meaning yeah. as an industry, right? And they and it is gonna happen. This y- is happening.
0: Yeah, I think I think though to, to relate back to your personal experience with Fable, my assumption is, you know, that first game, you know, there were a lot of things that, that the developers wanted to do that the technology and the timeline wouldn't allow of them course. to do that they brought out in the subsequent yes. games. And I think that yes. there's a little bit of bleeding edge. You know, we're in a room locked up with some of the best minds in different industries coming together trying to look at these Opportunities and solve problems regarding bringing people together and socialize using technology, um, but you know, getting that to deployment and mm. scale is mm. could be a long exactly.
1: road. Exactly. Like there was a really interesting talk. I don't know how much to go into this now, but there was a really interesting talk earlier from from uh, Vincent yep. of Gesture Tech, who I believe you've also done a podcast with, uh, where he was um, he was talking about the a length of time that he, uh, that Gesture Tech have been doing this. 25 years. And when I was thinking during this talk, I almost asked a question about it, but then I thought, no. I was thinking, isn't it interesting that certain people such as Vincent have been doing stuff like in the late 80s and early 90s, as he said, that uh, looking at the pictures and the videos he was showing in the session are not that distinguishable from stuff that's commercial now. So this isn't, about what was this isn't just about what was technically possible it's yeah. all it's about a lot more than that it so a reason for that could be oh the costs have come down so now you can scale that because the the costs are more uh, tractable or feasible mm-hmm. but i don't think it's just that and he touched on this too i think it's cultural yeah um there's like he mentioned minority report in in reference to gesture interfaces and how that affected his business yeah because it changed the culture around his business. And
0: I think that's totally true. Well, the, the previous uh, session we just did with uh, Daniel Meyer and Jason Brush, they touched upon some of the anthropological issues regarding you know, the timing of all of this and why it's coming in. And I Great. think you're right. I think, th- I, think, I think we're just ready for that as a society. And I think some of that is because you know the 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 bubble, the 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 technology bubble, the media bubble that we are in, as as Randy White talked about, right? And how uh-huh. do we, yeah. you know, then all of a sudden we've extended all these different social connections um, to, uh, you know, through the internet, which de- 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 detaches us from the real, true yes. physical interpersonal. Yes. So there's a
1: vacuum that needs yeah. to be filled. Another thing I was thinking today at day two of DNA was, you know, in the last few sessions was. Um What is it I was thinking about that, What is it that's unique about live physical contact and it, it occurred to me that it's it's a different kind of seeing other people like when like we're you're kind of trying to figure out who I am right now while you're doing this interview, and um, we're sitting right next to each other in a in a real place, and it, there's a lot more information you're getting about who I am, yeah. Because I'm here physically with you uh, that's helping you do this this interview because it's it's helping you think more deeply about what to say what to ask next or where to go with this and so on there's no uh, digital uh, form of communication, you know, no
0: networked communication that could ever be as rich as that. I agree with that. And, and I think you touch on another issue, which is just societal multitasking, right? Where We're constantly mm. doing other things. And if we're on the phone or I'm on social media or even mm. Skype, you know, I mm. Skype a lot for business mm. and mm. I notice people and myself sometimes, you know, doing other things exactly. on another window yeah. Yeah. where when you're sitting in front of somebody, yeah. you know, you're really focused on that person, that yeah. conversation. It's a much deeper um personal relationship yeah. and i think a lot of this is
1: about attention and you just touched yeah. on that there um that is your attention split across multiple things or is it focused on one thing yep. like uh we a friend of ours uh popped into the conference yesterday who couldn't stay long but his name's richard lemarchand and he's within the ps3 and xbox 360 kind of games design space a very famous uh console games designer and he gave a talk at uh, the Game Developers Conference in San Francisco this this March uh, that was all about attention, and what he was kind of saying. Uh, games are particularly good at f- helping us focus our attention, yeah. and helping us stop doing multiple things, and that that's valuable culturally, and that that's why there's value wow. in games. And it was a great that's talk. Really interesting. Yeah. Great talk um i was I was um really struck by it, which is why it occurs to me now and um I think that that's part of that biological importance that will never go away, which I mentioned much earlier yeah. that um um we as as organisms our brains whatever we have these attentional mechanisms that can do can function in several different ways, and one of the ways in which they are if you like designed to function or are their uh, in their essence is to do that focused attention thing right and if they don't do that uh, from time to time they get out of whack yeah you lose your ability to do it absolutely so that is kind of deeply why this sector will succeed as a as a um
0: as a marketplace the the media is not mass media is not going to write that story (laughs) (laughs) no they're not (laughs) they'll just focus on violence yeah um so (laughs) so wall four give me you know for, for those of you uh that that weren't able to attend the demo last night and haven't yet been on the wall on the on the website by the way i highly recommend you go to Wall four w a l l f o u r dot c o u k and look at some of the videos, of the demonstrations on there. They're really, um, I think, compelling and thought provoking. Um, what we saw last night was a take on the the board game Clue, and everybody had a laser pointer. It was a collaborative game. There were probably twenty or thirty of us there, and and the the the, the actions come up on a big screen, and based on which of the of the boxes or the choices you select with your laser pointer, the technology senses how many people are pointing at that, and so it's a collaborative decision with branched things going on, and 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 you ultimately have to decide, you know, who did the crime, wearing what you know costume or disguise with yeah. what weapon, and uh, I, I I thought it was mind blowing, and I, and I love how much you get it, Bob. Yeah. That's great. That's, well, I've been in space yeah, for a long time. You, you, so. that was a great description of it. And um, and and so so where where have you done it live? Is it installed anywhere? Where are you in your business, kind of, mm. um, sure life cycle?
1: So that demo was interesting for us because it was something we made a while ago that we haven't really shown for a long time, and where we're focused at the moment is a longer uh, show with a larger audience. Okay, and but because the the nature of the conference party it was a, it would have been it would have been infeasible to show what we're doing now yeah even that was a right. little long for the yeah, attention span absolutely. of those people exactly. after a long day in the conference right. so yeah, we yeah. come back to attention yeah that's why it, you have to think so carefully about the, the curation of the event where you're doing something like this because it's all about attention yeah. well that's a big part of it that's a big part of it right. well
0: you know, so I'm just going to say for the record that you know I I've been in this space for twenty years started out in Uh, location-based entertainment, laser tag was in the uh, arcade space. And we saw a lot of the talent in this industry bled away to the home gaming market um, because that's where the money was and that's where the budgets were. And and we lost a lot of our talent. And to see now some talented people, I swear to God, I'm getting goosebumps, (laughs) right? To see talented people coming back from the gaming space into the potentially location-based entertainment and technology Uh, I'm I'm blown away, Adam Russell. Welcome to the thank party. You. Thank man. you, Bob. Seriously, um, what did you think of the conference?
1: It, it's been crazy for me because uh, I I was in a mess on the first day, so it's been it's only been the second day that I've been able to uh, process it, and, and that's because you flew over from the US. Yes, thank I you remember. for explaining why I was in a mess. <laughs> yeah, so so jet lag, you know, lack of sleep, all kinds of stuff like that. Um, and I, I just felt, uh, at, in the midpoint, I felt, oh, this is clearly so relevant to us and to what we're doing, to what you and I have just talked about. Yeah. And I was frustrated that I couldn't in, uh, take more of it in because of the jet lag and so on. And I'm so glad that today I was able to be here more than I had expected as well because of my schedule. Yeah. And, and to take some of that in, which is how I'm able to go, oh, and that Vincent said that thing, right? Yeah. Because it was a
0: great, a great event. Well, the good news is there's one coming up in London, which will be a little closer for home yes. Uh, yes. in January. So hope to see you there. I think that's very likely. And, um, and I want to thank you for joining us and, and giving everybody that wasn't able to attend an opportunity to get excited about uh, the work that you're doing, as I am. Thanks. So uh, Thanks. that's going to wrap the DNA Conference podcast series from LA 2012. Hopefully, uh, we'll see you guys all in London uh, in January. More information to come on the DNA website, and uh, we'll uh, see you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the DNA Conference LA podcast. To download additional podcasts, or to get more information on the Digital Out-of-Home Entertainment Association and other upcoming DNA events, please go online to www.dnaconference.org.